Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This Wednesday evening, we're going to be doing another Brown John live video stream, and it's going to be the final one in the current series. So do not miss out. What will we have involved in it, Sam? All of your favourite characters, the return of baby Pele, your chance for us to answer questions about your life, life logistics, life. We'll be doing some ratings as well. If there's anything you want to show us and show off and talk about, we will then rate it for you. We'll be doing a little deep dive into one or two things from YouTube and it'll all be a lovely, fantastic laugh. Get involved. You can get your tickets via our website, tftimemachine.com and there's information on our Twitter and Facebook pages. And if you're IFS, you get a discount. So look out for the post on there. So don't delay. Secure your tickets today. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Oh, not nifty. Not nifty today, not feeling, not remember today. what Remember what we established, <laughs> nifty on the street. Yeah. Can't remember what Sam, I was in the Sam sheet. in the sheets. Sam in the sheets. Today I'm a bit more Sam in the sheet. Okay. Uh, that doesn't make me feel unsettled or anything. Uh, it's the Twitter to see latest episode. We're going through Roald Dahl's on classic. the streets, nervous in the sheets. That's oh a more, yeah, that's, that's a more accurate reflection of everyone, me. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Good, good t-shirt opportunity as well. Yeah. Write that down. Uh, There's a the new Twits. cracking t-shirt on the way. Keep your eyes on our store at tftimemachine.com. What is this one? I don't know about. This is this is one that is going to be a top dollar T-shirt, which was actually specifically requested by one of our most uh, consistent and honoured uh, canters. I won't right. say his name because he's asked for it, especially as a gift for a friend, and I don't right, want to okay. give the surprise away. Okay. Um, but well, he doesn't get a cut of the proceeds, does he? No. But okay, I have I have discussed it with our top illustrator friend about maybe doing a special design for it. <laughs> but we'll see. Anyway, Good top dollar t-shirts on their way, and maybe casual blokes too. What about laddies? Well, I'm thinking of it, but who wants a laddie t-shirt? Well, there's a lot of people who hate themselves. Yeah, and remember as well, you said about a year or so ago that no one would ever buy a t-shirt that said local knobhead on it and we have sold fucking dozens of them mate <laughs> I stand corrected there are I dozens of people walking around Britain with just the words local knobhead local emblazoned knobhead. across their chest amazing <laughs> wonderful what a wonderful contribution to the culture we've made with this podcast we have we have but uh, yeah, the twits. Uh, we're up to the bit where uh, it's the chapter called "Mrs. Twit Goes Ballooning Up." Uh, of course, Mister Twit has decided he wants to stretch Mrs. Twit. He's convinced her that she's got the shrinks, so he's tied her to an iron ring by her ankles, and then he's got a load of balloons with full of helium. 
and uh, tied them to her wrists and her hair and basically the upper part of her body. And he's yeah, and he's, co- he's convinced that this is a good idea. Yeah. Um, and it says, uh, it was just about to leave, it says. He was going to leave her like that for a couple of days and nights. Mm. No food, no water, no toileting facilities. He's oh, just going to leave her there. A bit like Jesus on the cross, almost. No one's I don't ever think there was any toileting facilities on the crucifix, was there? No, he was wearing that sort of nappy get-up that he went yeah. around in. He would have had yeah. to shit in that. That must have been unpleasant for whoever had to take them down off the cross. I'd say it would have been unpleasant for Jesus himself. Well, of course, yeah. But if anyone could handle it, it would be Jesus because he could maybe do a miracle and sort of hold it in. To be honest, right, when something like that happens to me, which it has done over the years, and not just on the cross either, because living in the Middle East, like I do, <laughs> there's a lot of spicy food, right? <laughs> <laughs> we love spices in our food here, but that said, it uh, it can it can play havoc with your guts. So it has happened to me a few times where I've been caught short. But there's not many public the toilets me, around here. The Romans have done no, a good job with the uh, you know the sanitation. Sa- sanitation. But, uh, not many public toilets. Now you're caught short sometimes with the spicy food. But being the way I am as a bloke. I accept it when it's happened. You'll see some fellas, I've got mates. I've got mates who shut themselves and they're running around, oh, fucking hell, I've shut myself. Welcome yeah, to, oh, it's a disaster. I'm so ashamed. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, this is the worst moment ever. You can act like that or you can just say, you know what? It's God's fucking will. Yeah, it's happened. You know, your rags, you can take them off and you can wash them. They'll be good as new. You can wash your body. <laughs> if it's ran down your legs, you can have a wash in the stream and it'll all be good again. Plus, as well, it's dead hot here, right out in the desert where I live, and it it dries dead quick. And once it's yeah. dried, yeah. you can brush it off. Yeah, Pull, peel it off. I say to the lads, lads, if there's one thing about <laughs> shitting yourself, it's not permanent. Yeah, don't get yourself in a fucking and tiz about I it. I say to them, if we lived in a more inclement environment, right, this could be a bigger problem. But here. It is fucking 30 degrees plus most days. So you're, you're looking at a situation, this could have fucking dried out in a, in a fucking couple of minutes. It's, it's, it's water off a duck's back. Not literally, but, you know, yeah. metaphorically. Don't, it don't matter, lads. You know, look on the bright side. You know, look at the we bigger could be, picture. If we were living in Wales, this would be a bigger fucking situation, but we're not. I say to them, you know, you're worrying about shit yourself. At least you're not on the fucking cross. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've shat myself on a cross. And let me tell you, that's no fucking tea party. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah well, that's Jesus. It's Jesus there for you. Nice to hear from Jesus once in a while on the podcast. Uh, yeah, he was going to leave her for a couple of days. Just like on the cross. No toileting facilities. Uh, it says he was just about to leave when she opened her big mouth and said something silly. She said, Are you sure my feet are tied properly to the ground? If those strings around me ankles break, it'll be goodbye for me. And it says, and that's what gave Mr. Twit his second nasty idea. And the next chapter, as we've just said, is called Mrs. Twit Goes Ballooning Up. Uh, she says, there's enough pull here to take me to the moon. To take you to the moon, exclaimed Mr. Twit. What a ghastly thought. We wouldn't want anything like that to happen. Oh, dear me, no. 
We most certainly wouldn't, cried Mrs Twit. Put some more string round me ankles, quickly. I want to feel absolutely safe. Uh, you see where this is going, can't you? I said to my daughter earlier on before we did this, I says, do you know which book we're doing on my football podcast that I do? She says, no. I says, the twits. She went, Roald Dahl hates women, doesn't he? And mm-hmm. I mean, he does. He I fucking really think does. He does. Yeah. It's one of his it's many not many people traits. he doesn't fucking hate, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he used to sit there, lock himself away in his shed with his fucking pencils. You've seen the footage of his writing oh. shed, haven't you? He used to oh, write in pencil. Everyone yeah. goes on about him, don't they? Like, I think it's been preserved, treasure. hasn't it, by the National Trust or something? Fuck his shed. The fucking writing shed of a fucking misogynist anti-Semite. Yeah. Paid for by our dollars. He's been knocked Burn in that fucking down, shed. It? Imagine yeah. fucking knocking them out. And I'm not just talking about his books either. Exactly. Imagine the amount of fucking wanks the, the old bastard had in there. Fucking wire basket bin full of fucking stiffened tissues. Yeah, disgusting. Uh, anyway, so um, I'm thinking of doing a range any- of t-shirts that say "Rolled Doll was a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? So uh, yeah, he gives him an idea. Uh, she says, "I want to feel absolutely safe," and he says, "Very well, my angel." And then he kneels down at her feet. He takes a knife from his pocket. Of course, he's always carrying a knife with him, isn't he, Mr. Twit? Uh, And with one quick slash, he cut through the strings holding Mrs. Twit's ankles to the iron ring. She went up like a rocket. Um, Help! She screamed, save me! But there was no saving her. In a few seconds, she was high up in the blue sky and climbing fast. So what he's done there, Mr. Twit, he's took it to a fucking new level, hasn't he? Not only has he uh, put a frog in her bed and then he's added little bits of wood onto a walking stick and a chair to make her think she's got the shrinks. He's then took it to the level of tying her to an iron ring, which is Mm. bad enough in itself, levitating her, and then he's just cut the fucking string. The thing about tying her to the iron ring is at least she agreed to that. But but she was consenting. That's her look at. She's been stupid. Yeah. yeah, but once he cuts the strings, then he step he steps over a line now, yeah. right? Because now step over the he's, crime line. he's he's willfully sending a woman into space, and she's yeah. not agreed to that. Nope, nope, and she's not going to get any bigger either. She's not going to get stretched by no. that. It's so just a straight it's up false pretenses. It's, yeah, he's just shooting her into the fucking stratosphere. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it says she was high up in the blue sky and climbing fast. Mr. Twit stood below looking up. What a pretty sight, he said to himself. <laughs> I mean, it's attempted murder. It's attempted murder because she's going to go up and up into space where there's no oxygen and she's going to die and then eventually plummet back to Earth uh, and someone's going to end up with a, a, a ballooned corpse landing in their garden, probably. Um, or she might hit an aeroplane. Who knows? And bring the aeroplane down, causing even more and deaths. A, and then there's more deaths, and that's manslaughter, at least for him. For Multiple them manslaughter. Yeah. Uh, how, how lovely all those balloons look in the sky, and what a marvellous bit of luck for me. At last, the old hag is gone forever. So there you are. He's, he's just Complete gone from being bastard. mildly annoyed by her to killing her. Um, I mean, if the story ended there... It would be fucking hell. It would be grim. 
At this point, despite the fact that I've read this book many times and you remember the key episodes, many of which we've already covered, such as eating the worms and the the trick he does with her walking stick and so on, I can't remember how it ends. But at this point, and we're about a quarter of the way through the book, I can't imagine how this book could possibly end on anything other than a tragic and depressing note. Well, there's, um, there's there's no way this. I can't imagine how these characters can be redeemed, but we'll see. Well, I suppose it does end, if there's anyone I'll, you sympathise with, it's probably her, even though she has shown herself to be a bit of an arsehole as well. But we, I we, think he's he's the biggest arsehole. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. But without giving away any spoilers, well, it, we, it does end yeah. positively, right? Because other characters are introduced, the animals. Sh- Shall we do a poll on Twitter? Just a quick flash poll. Who's the bigger arsehole, Mr. Twit or Mrs. Twit? (laughs) And then report back on the next episode. Well, I mean, we can, but I I, I think it'll be a a foregone conclusion, wouldn't it? Got to be Mr. Twit. Who started this, though? Who was it that started this? I think it was there, wasn't it? No, it was him with the glass eye. That yes. was her with the glass eye. She put the glass yeah, eye so in his beer. So if she, let me tell you right, if she had left well alone, we could have lived a perfectly happy life together, right? There was no love lost between us by that stage of our marriage. I yep. admit that, but we were. I was happy to keep my head down and just keep living a simple life. We were until, existing side until, by side until one of us died, or both of us. I don't know, and uh, that was fine. But then she. She couldn't leave it alone. She had to do the thing with the glass eye. And after that, as far as I was going, the gloves were off. (laughs) And it's easy how these things escalate. It just takes one incident and then there's retribution and, you know, things get out of control. People get hurt. People end up flying up into outer space before you know it. That's where we were. Let me tell you something, Your Honour, right? This is my (laughs) closing statement, right? (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. Once you open your heart to hatred, be very careful that it doesn't make a home there. Eh? Think on. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> no further questions here on it. <laughs> I well, will Mr. be answering Trick. no further questions. <laughs> <laughs> From you, oh, the assembled <laughs> gentlemen of the press. <laughs> <laughs> Or oh, the bewigged representatives of the legal profession over there. Of the, the so-called judiciary. <laughs> Something which, as I have made cop. plain earlier in my statement, I do not recognise as an entity. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's chose to represent himself. <laughs> Mr Twit is the ultimate timbrel. <laughs> so... Uh, there we go he says at last the old hag is lost and gone forever so it's gone a bit dark uh, but the next chapter is thankfully called Mrs Twit comes ballooning down uh, it says Mrs Twit might have been ugly and she might have been beastly but she was not stupid that was a nice compliment there from Dahl the cunt uh, high up in the sky she had a bright idea if I can get rid of some of these balloons I'll stop going up and start to come down very good mm. It's uh, basic physics, that. She began biting through the strings that held the balloons to her wrists and arms and neck and hair. 
Every time she bit through a string and let the balloon float away, the upward pull got less and her rate of climb slowed down. She bit through 20 strings and stopped going up altogether and stayed still in the air. She bit through one more string. This is very clever stuff, this. She bit through one more string and then, of course, very slowly began to float down. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. Some people would have rabidly bitten all the strings, Sam. And not I thought about I'm, I'm the sitting here wondering if I if I'd be able to bite through one bit of string with my teeth. They're not sharp enough. I mean, Are they not? What, well, what I'm saying is, we're talking like gardening string or like a normal, you know, like a ball of string. Yeah, yarn. Yeah. Do you call it yarn? yarn? Is it is it is it thread string yarn? But even your normal basic entry <clears> level, <throat> the kind of the, a, a ball of string, a white ball of string. Yeah. Would I be able to bite through a piece of that with my teeth? I don't know. It's pretty tough stuff. I mean, you'd probably do a bit of work with your, your uh, incisors, the pointy mm. teeth. Yeah. You know, you could, they're the you best could ones, of, aren't they? Yeah, they're the best ones for string biting, yeah. They're just your best teeth. Your best, best teeth. Ones. Yeah. Um, are they your favourite teeth? Easily. Mm. Followed by front teeth. Followed by what are the fat ones at the back? Are they your molars? Uh, They're good for crunching sometimes. I don't know. And the the worst ones are just the sundry teeth. They're like the pawns on a chessboard. I'm going. Th- I'm going into uh, teeth. dot com. What are the four types of teeth? Uh, molars. Oh, uh, the, the incisors, right? Mm. Uh, canines. <gasps> I think canines uh, are the pointy ones. Yeah. On, hang on. On to, they're, yeah, they're, the, they're the ones teeth, on the front, yeah. But they're, they're like canines. Like That's dogs, isn't it? Are they the same teeth that dogs have got? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah because we evolved from Dog dogs, teeth. didn't we? We, inv- we but evolved. dogs have got pointy teeth as well. Dogs have got incisors. Yeah. But So why are they called canines? I don't know, mate. You, you're getting too deep into dentistry now. All I know is that the best teeth are the two on either side of your front teeth that are pointed you, like Dracula's. You, we could call them fangs, couldn't you? Your fangs. Like Dracula's fangs. Your fangs yeah. are, the, are your best teeth. By a mile. By a fucking mile. The others yeah. can fuck off. And the molars are at the back, and the, your wisdom teeth are included in that as well. You've got four yeah. wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth are the worst. They're Have just you had jip with your wisdom teeth? 
Uh, I haven't had to have them out, actually, but who knows? You no. can, even in adulthood. You're never safe. They're always there safe. in the background. No. no. They're always there think, going, yeah, fucking think on, dickhead. I could fucking rear me head at any moment. And start if they start causing to go you wrong, fucking agony. I'm pretty sure if they start to go wrong, they can fuck with your balance. Yeah, they can contort your also, whole head. They're, they're so small, but they've got so much power. They they've got so huge much power. power over you. They can control your thoughts, even. Yeah. Because it affects the mind. And that's why you have to have them out. Yeah. You've been driven, if, not, if you get driven mad by your own teeth, you have to have them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if not, you know. They say that that geezer who shot John Lennon just had, a, he, he had, he had, an, iffy, he had an iffy fucking wisdom tooth. Yeah. Right, and they said if only we we'd had it out yeah. sooner, then John Lennon would be alive today and probably writing quite boring middle of the road concept jazz pop. Yeah, exactly, and being a really annoying cunt on Twitter. Yeah, he would yeah. be, wouldn't he? He'd be oh, terrible. he would, yeah. Uh, so probably you know, good and bad. The mm. fact that he was murdered in 1980, Sh- then shot dead. On the steps of his apartment block yeah, on that tragic by a day, block with a, a, a molar that had kind of just grown at the wrong angle slightly. Who then gets out, fucking catching her eye, and go, "I tell you, it was all in this fucking book." And his dentist is watching on the box, thinking, "Fuck me, I've seen this a million times before. Why didn't I find him a di- an appointment on a Saturday like he wanted?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was complaining. He wouldn't shut up about it. He was saying that he was he was like biting ice. It was really hurting when he was having a nice lolly, <laughs> and I did nothing about it. He like, look, I know I appreciate it's a busy time of year for you, right? But if I don't get this sorted soon, I can feel myself doing something fucking stupid. <laughs> I've got this book, you see, and it's telling me things. <laughs> I can see myself doing something rash. I mean, if it, if it, I mean, could you not see me on a Saturday, Doc? <laughs> no, I don't do Saturday appointments. Well, it's really tricky for me in the week. I'm telling you, the stakes are pretty high. I won't go into detail, but I've been thinking some fucking balmy thoughts recently. <laughs> and I'm convinced it's because this tooth is nudging at my brain box. I mean, you've got to see me today because I'm thinking of flying to New York on Monday and fuck knows what will happen <laughs> once I get there. All bets are off. <laughs> I've got my book for the flight. I've got the catcher in the right. It's uh, quite it's, small, quite a small book. Quick, it'll be a quick read, right? But who knows what fucking Food weird thought, thoughts that, that could put in my head. <laughs> Sooner this tooth's out, the better. Mark <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chapman. How did we get to that? Biting through string, led yeah. the march. <laughs> Slaughtering of John Lennon. So uh, she's bitten for a load of string. Yeah, so you're saying that you couldn't do that? I'd be fucking scared, yeah, if I was thinking my last chance of survival and not ending up on the moon Yeah, is biting I'd, through loads of pieces of string. I'd be struggling. Yeah. I think I would do it because I'd be panicking. And it's that thing of human beings that can do incredible things when the pressure's on you hear the stories of people lifting up cars that have got people trapped under them don't you you get a little yeah. kid trapped under a car and someone turns into Hercules and lifts the car up it's called the Hercules yeah. syndrome I think yeah I might have just made that up and people can just lift a car up 
who previously couldn't. I've got Hercules syndrome. <laughs> really good chat up line, isn't it? The thing about me is I've got Hercules syndrome. That's why I'm so strong. I'm ten times stronger than I look. How strong? No, listen. How strong would you say I am? I don't know. Well, just guess. I don't know. Out of ten. Fucking guess out of ten how strong you reckon I look. I don't know, six. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But because I've got Hercules syndrome, that means triple it, 18 out of ten. That's how strong I am. Most people only get it in like a fleeting glance. They get it when the pressure's on. Me, I've got it round the clock. It's, it's a curse got, as much as anything else. I got a knock on the head, see, when I was younger. And you know, like you get them lads who get a knock on the head, go in a coma, and when they wake up, they can speak Japanese. It's a bit like that. I got a knock on the head. I didn't go in a coma, but I did have to have a sit down for 20 minutes. And ever since then, I've been triple me normal strength. Hercules syndrome. And that is Hercules syndrome. Now, can I buy you a drink? (laughs) And I I should add, I only use my powers for good and not evil. So don't worry, you're all right with me. I don't don't want you to fear me. I am a powerful man, but my soul is gentle. (laughs) And if you should get trapped under a car with me around, you'll be all right. That is one of the many advantages of spending a lot of time with me, is if you ever get trapped under out heavy, no problem at all. Yeah. Rest easy. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Uh, uh, where is it? Where are we? She began biting through the strings. Uh, yeah, so she started to very slowly float downwards. Very, very clever, that. And it says it was a calm day. There was no wind at all. And because of this, Mrs. Twit had gone absolutely straight up. Well, that's a stroke of luck, isn't it? She now began to yeah. come absolutely straight down. Good. And then it says, as she floated gently down, Mrs. Twit's petticoat billowed out like a parachute, showing her long knickers. Oh, I don't God. think there's any need for a doll to mention that at all. Fucking That's bugger. just humiliation, isn't it, really? Yeah. More misogyny. Uh, it was a grand sight on a glorious day. Thousands of birds came flying in from miles around to oh stare at this God. extraordinary old woman in this the sky. Disgusting. Thousands of birds came from miles... Fuck off! This is mad. What? This is really dark now. This is like a really dark horror movie. Jesus Christ. Who do the birds represent? Roald Dahl's psyche. Mm. That's what. Lads, there's a human with her knickers on show up in the sky in England. (laughs) Everyone follow me if you want to look. (laughs) Put the word out to the... Put the word out to the old bird community. You're going to get a right good butchers of, of some lady in long knickers. I got on board early. I was watching her when she was just biting through string. Now the fucking knickers are out. It's a bonus. <laughs> At that stage, I didn't know where it was going to go, but I had nothing else on, so I thought I might as well have a watch, see how this develops. Well, I couldn't have seen it escalating to this level. <laughs> She's going straight down back towards land. Right, where she belongs. Get out of our fucking sky. But her petticoats have turned into a sort of parachute. Extraordinary. An absolute uh, an absolute bonus for the bird voyeur community. Get yourself around, have a look. 
Oh, God. Where are we? Uh, so that's the end of that chapter. He's knocking them out, isn't he? I mean, how many is that? 75 Bang, words, I think, in that done. chapter. Yeah. Right, next I'm going one. down the feathers. <laughs> I'll do the next chapter there. In fact, I could probably write one as I'm walking along. <laughs> it's seven minutes at an average pace from here to the feathers, and I can write and walk same time. Chapter done by the time I even get through the doors. <laughs> well, let's just look at the length of the next one. Yeah, pretty short, like all the others. Mr. Twit gets a horrid shock. Mr. Twit, who thought he'd seen his ugly wife for the last time, was sitting in the garden celebrating with a mug of beer. Uh-huh. A bit like Dahl himself there, yeah. yeah. Celebrating, writing another chapter, mug of beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, silently, Mrs. Twit came floating down. When she was about the height of the house above Mr. Twit, she suddenly called out at the top of her voice, Here I come, you grizzly old grunion, you rotten old turnip, you filthy old frumpet. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Twit jumped as though he'd been stung by a giant wasp. He dropped his beer, he looked up, he gaped, he gasped, he gurgled. A few choking sounds came out of his mouth. It's like Roy the Rovers. Ah! Ouch! Um, And basically, she says, uh, I'll get you for this. She floats down right on top of him, purple with rage, slashing the air with her long walking stick, which she'd somehow managed to hang onto all the time. Um... How could she have burst the balloons with a walking stick? I don't think it was sharp enough, was it? No. Uh, at, uh, and then, uh, fucking hell, she shouts, uh, I'll swish you to a swazzle, I'll swash you to a swizzle, I'll gnash you to a nozzle, I'll nosh you to a nazzle. Doll's just up in the word count there, isn't he? He's like, I'll fucking put some new words in there. Bit yeah. of repetition. That'll fill half the chapter up. Do a fucking good. paragraph of this shite. And then before Mr. Twit had time to run away, this bundle of balloons and petticoats and fiery fury landed right on top of him, lashing out with the stick and cracking him all over his body. So she's beating him up with her own stick. Um, Quite right, I think. He deserves it. Um, She survived. He's going to survive. That's the end of that chapter. Um, That's a good place to leave it, I think, because the next chapter brings in I mean I'll just read the opening paragraph of the next chapter that's enough of that we can't go on forever watching these two disgusting people doing disgusting things to each other we must get ahead with the story mm. I'm pleased he's realised that because yeah that's what it needs isn't it we've had enough of that <laughs> I'm fucking to be honest this is train of thought stuff now I've, I've, <laughs> I've written myself into a fucking corner here I don't know how I'm going to get out of this he's just right I need something else on going his mind. on right gotta get up the chemist as well because I've got to stock up on Sanatogen. And uh, also, uh, oh, what am I going to have for my tea tonight? He's just th- like, whatever's in his fucking head, he's just writing down. But yeah. he's got to the stage in his career where the publisher and the critics alike will go, yeah. oh, that's just wonderful. Classic, charming, warm and hilarious. Classic <laughs> doll. Yeah, whatever. Invoice attached, dickhead. <laughs> Plus that. <laughs> and admin so, charges yeah <laughs> so the next chapter is called The House, the Tree and the Monkey Cage and we'll cover that in the next episode good time for a chapter tangent. that isn't it it's, eh? it's, I think it's what they call the second act Ooh. isn't it yeah that's when something different happens so that's that um, thanks for listening hope you're enjoying it back with more next week uh, TTFN dickheads see ya dickheads
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.